This is a Beach Bums Media production. And Beach Bums Media is proud to present In the Beer Cave with Rob and Ashley. He's just playing Rob from the Start Naked Truth, and I'm just Ashley. From the Beer Cave. Right here in live in the Beer Cave. You can follow us on Twitter at Bums Media, on Instagram at Beach Bums Media, or you can search us out in the Beer Cave with Rob and Ashley on YouTube, Facebook, the podcast platform, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Play. Or you can just go straight Google and Google In the Beer Cave with Rob and Ashley, and you're going to find us. Uh, trust me. But you have to put Rob and Ashley on there. If you put In yeah. the Beer Cave, you're going to get you're all kinds of stuff. a whole bunch of yeah. stuff. <laughs> stuff that you may not want to see. That's right. That's right. Uh, Rob's email is robspcbums, B-U-M-Z, at gmail.com. And you can email me here at the show, beachbumsmedia at gmail.com. And as always, our studio line is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 850-588-9275 for your comments, concerns, funny stories. And don't forget to leave your name and number so we, if we need to, we can call you back. And our Love bump- to have you on the show. Oh, absolutely. Call in. And our bumper music today is provided by bensound.com. So, Friday, good week. Yeah, uh, yesterday, Veterans Day. And my mother's birthday. And, oh, that's right. I yeah. talked to her twice. Yeah, nice. Uh, there is uh, uh, her brother, uncle, my uncle Neil, her brother, who is 10 years older than her, will be in Fort Worth tomorrow for several days. Uh, he's flying back from, uh, he lives in Connecticut. Uh, flying back from uh, California, he's going to make a stop off in Dallas-Fort Worth, see my mom for about a week, and continue his journey on back up to Connecticut. He enjoys going to uh, the museum where my mom is a docent, which is a tour guide, mm-hmm. and he likes the Japanese gardens. Mm. And the Japanese gardens in Fort Worth are very nice. Been to them. They're, it's very cool. Oh, and the museum. Mom took me on a tour one time. It was good. So, D and I had a private tour. I felt like somebody. VIP tour. We got to go into some areas that the public doesn't get to go to. That's right. Cool. It was really cool. Uh, so, yesterday, yeah, uh, mom's birthday. It was uh, also Veterans Day, and um, I had to work. I, I'm extremely tired right now. Uh, I was so exhausted when I got home, and... Ate something and laid down to go to sleep, and oh my gosh, I didn't, I couldn't get to sleep. Was it like I forgot to do something? No, it's just I couldn't. Sh- I, I don't know what it was. I couldn't shut my brain down. Um, See what happens when you party all the time, then you try to go to work, and then you get older. Time, it happens. <laughs> I didn't get to sleep. Well, I also have bouts with insomnia, and <laughs> apparently, I'm in one of those bouts. Uh, I didn't get to sleep, honestly, Ashley, until six o'clock this morning. Wow, and you. And I wow. slept. I, I slept until nine o'clock, so I've had about a three-hour nap in the last twenty-four no hours. Um, so please forgive me if I'm not so coherent today. Well, Jeffrey uh, Burkett says Ashley is cooler. Oh, on the live feed, <laughs> bite me, Jeff. <laughs> is it? It's it's the ear things, isn't it? <laughs> See, told you, told you. <laughs> It's it's the new it's the new ears. <laughs> I love Jeff. Uh, Pookie, you're, you're the best there is, man. And we're not going to tell that joke on the air because we're not political, but that is kind of funny. You know, Pookie <laughs> is the one that started uh, the the human humor in uniform type stories. I love it. And uh, you know, I started talking about basic training stories, and we started talking about stuff that happened in, on Crete. He and I were stationed together there. He was a firefighter. And uh, I was a broadcaster. And, um, but uh, yeah, yesterday, Veterans Day, I had to work. A lot of veterans that are good friends had to work. Well, if you, if you didn't work at the post office or the bank, you had to work because it was a federal holiday. So well, yeah. a federal employee, excuse me, and banks was but, closed. Were closed. But uh, met up with a couple of vets after work and, um, Shared our stories, 
which we've done many times anyway. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the one thing I can say, and, and Jeff, agree with me or not, I'm sure you do, the one thing we agreed on was no matter when you served, I was a Cold War vet. I didn't see combat. Plus, I was a broadcaster. Mm-hmm. I didn't see combat. It, my reserve days, I was an aeromedical tech. Uh, Should have been deployed. Didn't get deployed during Gulf One. Uh, friends of mine did, but regardless, we wore the uniform. Oh yeah, we swore the oath. We raised our right hand and we swore the oath. I got a brother-in-law, Mike. Oklahoma. I'll tell you a story about that in a minute. Anyway, 20, I believe 24 years he served. Not one time did he leave American soil. Because of of his job, he was ready to go. He wanted to go. Yeah, I was was always like the first in line going, pick me, pick me. Yeah, I I was willing and ready. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. But they, uh, I guess they had other duties for him to go do. Well, you know, and that happens, I'm sure. So it's not all about being deployed. And it's not all about being, you hear, you hear so much about combat vets and, and God love you. Combat vets. My, my Lord, what you go through, what you've gone through. Uh, I mean, life and limb. Um, but I did read an article yesterday about how much support troops are overlooked. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and honestly, about I think it's a it's a like a I would I I would say about seventy percent of armed forces are support, mm-hmm. supply, postal, broadcasters. Um, There's all kinds P- of support PML, people. PML, um, load masters, uh, flight crew chiefs. Uh, you know, people that that don't see actual combat hey i want to stop right there you said load masters this is funny <laughs> my wife right out of high school was going to go down uh go and join the be in the air force you know air force family and all that stuff and she took that uh test the asvab whatever that test is and they were going to make her a load master and she said no i'm not going to do that <laughs> Hey, a loadmaster is actually a very, an extremely important job. My wife is a little petite woman, and she goes, I qualify to be a loadmaster? Well, hey. <laughs> and she said, no, nah, I'm not going to do all that. So she didn't go through with it, obviously, but she was going to. A loadmaster. We're going to train you to be a loadmaster. <laughs> I tell you what, she'd be making a lot of money in, in the uh, commercial field these days because loadmasters are still very important, oh, even absolutely. for commercial airlines. Absolutely. What, lo- what a loadmaster is, is that they have, to, um, they have to situate all the cargo mm-hmm. on a plane so that it's, it basically ballasts itself. I have to do it driving a truck. Right. You don't want your truck going down the road like this all day long. Right, exactly. And when you unload it, you have to do it even so the truck doesn't do this and something could fall off. So you have a loadmaster, yeah. even for uh, commercial airlines, when they're when they're you know loading the luggage yep. and, and, and whatever oh, yeah. cargo they may be carrying, you have a loadmaster. That's an extremely important job. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought you might find a kind of humor in that. No, that, D, that D was going to be a loadmaster. Load load master. My wife is like... Like five foot nothing. Uh Four nine on her bad day, five eleven to pin off. She's got her big flip flops on. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. She she was like she's like Sarah Bessheit, you know. You, you could hug her and put your chin on her head. But again, my wife is not short. Well, I tell you what, she's fun size. Just yes, for the record, my yes. wife is fun size. And 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 <laughs> think about your wife and Sarah Beth. They had the same personalities. You don't want to mess with that little woman. No. <laughs> don't don't feel the wrath of that at all. Nope. But anyway, uh, now we sat and, and uh, we uh, we talked about uh, you know our our oath still stands to this day. Mm-hmm. Yep. To defend and protect the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And I I did do a little short uh, video last night on the stark naked truth and. We don't get political on this show, but I will say this. 
we have some domestic enemies in power right now. I'm sorry. It's always going to be that way for no matter what side of the table you're on. Well, anyway. Anyway, yeah, we'll move on from that. But anyway, veterans, and I can call out names, Jeff, um, Kurt, Chief, Kurt Ram, um, Wes uh, Allenberg. Joe Cone? Joe Cone, C-O-N-E, I guess. Yeah, went to, yeah she went to our church, yeah, went yeah, to high yeah. school. Anyway, yeah. she's on here. Thanks, military guys and gals. All you give up. Glad you're joining us today, man. Anyway, moving on. Uh, I I get this thing called the Bay Bullet, and it's a free plug for them. Uh, and it's a weekly rag, I guess you would call it, about Panama City, Panama City Beach. But I want to bring up, if you're in the area this weekend, it's really cool. The Emerald Coast Cruising Car Show is coming, or is in town. Uh the 10th through the 13th, so what's going on right now down at Errant Bessett Park, which is down near Pier Park. A lot of cool rides. These old guys have spent a lot of money in, in dudeing up these cars and doing uh, restorations and remodels and all that stuff. It's really, really nice to go see. Uh, my wife and I will probably get out for a little while tomorrow, as limited as I can get around, and ride around and just look at the old cars. It's always kind of fun to see, and trust me, if you walk up and you start looking at one of these old cars in a parking lot, some old guy's going to walk up and tell you everything about that car that you want to know about it, friendly as can be. And uh, I'm proud. I'm proud of it. Because uh, they probably restored it from the ground up. One of my mom's friends, they came to town years ago, uh, and we went to it. And we were walk- We actually went into the venue. And we could walk past the car, and he would point to that car and tell you everything about that car, bumper to bumper, production date, and how he retains that information is beyond me. I have a hard time with yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a hard time with my name. Anyway, uh, the Bay Bullet, Emerald Coast Cruising Car Show. I've, I always have a good time with it. So if you're in town or around the area, or mark it on your calendar for next year. It comes usually about a week after or two weeks after Thunder Beach. They have concerts. They have bands on stage. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. There's a lot of people. Uh, uh, Todd Herndon-Dean's playing. Herndon, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of great free concerts with the ticket of admission, and there's just a lot of stuff going around. Anyway, go check it out. Uh, Emerald Coast Cruising Car Show. You can look it up online, too. And today it's going to be Friday, November the 12th. National French Dip Day. Oh, I love me some French Dip. National Pizza with Works Except anchovies. <laughs> or green peppers. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not a good big... And National Chicken Soup Day for the Soul. Chicken Soup for the Soul. Okay. If you're not feeling good, chicken soup. Chicken noodle soup. Uh, tomorrow, the 13th, is going to be World Kindness Day. We should be... World Kindness Day every, every day. day. But tomorrow's the recognition of it. On Sunday, it would be National Seatbelt Day. Every day should be National <laughs> Seatbelt Day. Well, you know what? <laughs> it is, because if you don't, you can get a you ticket. Get a ticket. <laughs> yeah. And National Pickle Day. All right. Then on Monday, we've got National Clean Out Your Refrigerator Day. Now, I don't know about y'all's house. But if we only do it once a year, you got a problem. I'm gonna need a bigger refrigerator. <laughs> You've already got two. I'm out. I'm out of Tupperware by a week. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> we do on on uh, Saturday afternoon, late or Sunday morning. It's re- clean out the refrigerator because we're running out of Tupperware now. Yes, <laughs> go to the DG and get those uh, little uh, plastic containers. Yeah, uh, actually, here's a tip, and D does it. You know those plastic containers you bring home food in and all that? Yeah, from, not, from especially from Chinese restaurants. Yeah, not not the styrofoam. No, 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 the plastic ones, yeah. Wash them, store Use them. Em. Then if you have a party, that's your to-go container. That way you don't have to worry about getting your Tupperware back. Or if you're going to a party, take it. You don't have to worry about your Tupperware making it back home. And now I'm thinking about it, I want some Chinese food. There you go. Uh, ginger. Yeah, ginger. <laughs> Next Tuesday is... Check your wipers day. 
Always good to do that. I need to get some new wipers. Here in Florida, it's probably once a month. Yeah, lately. Uh, yeah, Wednesday the 17th is going to be National Take a Hike Day. Now, like, in, in the sense of actually go hiking, or yes. is it a sense of get out of here, take a hike? Go walk a trail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is also important, National Educational Support Personnel. Day. Same thing as ground support, all that stuff. Well, yeah, teachers know, have support people that school administrators. Yep. You know, you know, y'all, everybody had the the school secretary. Oh yeah. Everybody knew that, she, yep. and and she basically ran ran everything. Everything. The principal was just the guy up in front yeah, of us with the yeah, pad. exactly. Then next Thursday, the eighteenth, will be National Princess Day. Now, who doesn't know a princess? I had my princess. I miss my princess. Oh, was she th- was my princess. I was thinking of D.D. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke for another time. He'll get it. <laughs> I don't I don't have a princess right now. I am taking applications, however, so email me, Rob SPCB Bums. At gmail.com. At gmail. <laughs> don't send them to me because I probably won't forward them. <laughs> oh, include a photograph. Yes, please do. Uh, uh, under 21, not need to apply. Yeah, do not. No. Do not. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. And whatever you do, do not send naked pictures to Rob S. PC Bums. <laughs> That's Rob S. PC Bums with a Z at gmail.com. Yeah, make them tasteful. <laughs> and Thursday is also Mickey Mouse's birthday. Oh, really? Yeah. And then the Great American Smokeout. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm thinking that's about putting <laughs> cigarettes out, not smoking your turkey. I told somebody one time, they go, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Well, I'm going to smoke a turkey. And he looked at me and I go, yeah, you know how many papers it takes to wrap that sucker up? <laughs> I'll tell you. It's hard to fit in that pipe. <laughs> no, when you said that, I remember years ago, years, I was on, when I was stationed on Crete, we did a parody of the Great American Smokeout. It was a radio parody uh, comedy bit. We called it, uh, we, we had the world's heaviest smoker <laughs> as an interviewee. And it was, of course, it was one of our guys that was, you know. Was he a chain smoker? No, no. He, you know, well, he, you know, he, he was just playing this guy that, uh, <laughs> he talked like this. <laughs> he goes, I'm against the great American smoke out. I want the great American smoke in where everybody has to smoke. <laughs> Were you interviewing <laughs> Cheech and Chong? It was, one of, it was one of the funniest bits. Uh, of course, we got in trouble for it. Oh, absolutely. I could see that. I could see that. Military broadcasting. People get a lot of, we got a lot of complaints for, for I don't, comedy. I don't man. think the military broadcasting company wants Cheech and Chong and Willie Nelson on the air. <laughs> oh man we got in trouble for so many things but we were just having fun doing comedy it was like it's comedy man it's comedy it's like robin williams on on uh good morning vietnam this is comedy we're having fun it's a parody it's you know oh we're getting complaints oh lighten up francis <laughs> don't call me francis <laughs> i kill you don't touch my stuff Stripes, that was a great movie. Oh, yeah. That's a great movie. Anyway, uh, what else happened this week? Anything noteworthy? Uh, well, yeah, a lot of things happened noteworthy that we won't touch on um, because it delves into the political yeah. and uh, social realms that we don't touch on much here. Um, but uh, as far as personal, uh, very slow week at Dick's Sporting Goods. Uh, I mean, painfully slow week to the point where I'm walking around looking for things to do. I'm looking for little pieces of paper to well, pick up. Well, they got up. these big windows up front. You could wash those, couldn't you? Oh, that's not my job. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got If you got time to lean, you got time to clean. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, the old military days. Well, but I, I, I did last night, I said... Uh, because yesterday for veterans, they, they were given a 10% discount for veterans. Plus, I get my employee discount. And I said, so does that mean I get 10% on top of my 20% or 25%? And 
They went, yeah. Wow. So I started looking around. I was like, his well, car's full. Well, I was like, well, there's nothing I want that I can afford. What I do want, I can't afford right this minute. <laughs> How many sets of clubs you got out there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got myself uh, four more weeks in this boot. Man, you know, I, w- I was watching one of our episodes here the night, and uh, it, it, when you first got the boot, and you said, I got four weeks in this, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, it's been – two months now I've, it's been uh i've been in the boot for about 12 weeks total yeah uh, Almost, yeah three months yeah so uh and i've got four more weeks on it and what we well what we the doctor we talked about it uh it is getting better but we don't want to just say okay you're you're healed and go and then just undo everything that, right that yeah. i've done so got just a little bit more time in the boot knee walker and a cane and a power chair to go to the mailbox. Uh, you like that power. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put like two marine batteries on there. Oh, there's two batteries in it right now. And no, I had to no. charge it up the other day. I mean, I mean, more power. Oh, no, I thought about gassing that thing up. Yeah. <laughs> I have ridden it down the street to the to Chevron. Well, yeah, I know. Uh, D had a video of it. It's kind of funny. Family still laughs at me about it. And, you know, everybody comes over here and we hang out and all that stuff. That thing's. Everybody wants to foot race in that thing. Knock yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> foot race. Yeah. Mm. No, that thing, that thing hums down the road pretty good. Does it really? Yeah, it does a pretty good job. Anyway, it, it goes faster than I can walk. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's a pretty quick little chair. And that's something you picked up off the side of the road. No, I uh, actually got it from a friend of mine. Uh, well, a friend of D's and I. Uh, sight unseen. Oh, it's the other one that you got off the side of the road. Yeah, the one that is gone now. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, we, yeah, we dumpster dive for that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and move on to our next segment. Uh, get into some odd news of the week that I found. And now. From around the globe and across the nation, from your state and possibly your city, or from right down your street. It's odd news of the week that you may have missed and want to know about it. It's brought to you by Biker's Edge. And what was that guy's name? Chase Chase, Diamond. Chase Diamond this week. We'll give him another plug this week. From UPI, this is kind of interesting for all you computer geeks. United Press International. An Apple One computer dating to 1976 is up for auction in California, and the auctioneer said they expect to fetch up to $600,000. It's the very first one. It honestly does not surprise me. An Apple One computer. I mean, it, that was those big floppy disks. Uh, yeah, and it was just a big wooden box thing. Yeah. It was uh, designed by Steve Wozniak, assembled and tested by Steve Jobs, and it's had two previous owners before going on the auction block. The lot comes with a Dianetics keyboard, a Rev D, a 1986 Panasonic video monitor, some relevant cords, an Apple One basic manual, Apple One operations guide, a MOS 6502 programming manual, and two Apple One software cassette tapes. So I guess it was before the floppy was tapes. Yeah, like well, yeah, yeah. you had to have a... a operating system on one, and then you're... You had to plug your cassette tapes in yeah. to kind of, you know, back yeah. up, like, like they did deal with, the, like, the real, real tapes, but for your home computer, right. you could do it on a cassette. On cassettes. Only 200 Apple One computers were ever made by Jobs in Woznak, a working Apple One, sold for 671000 when it was auctioned off in Germany in 2013. The auction house said the bidding opened Tuesday morning. There is a follow-up on this. I didn't get it printed off, but I believe it did sell, but I don't know what it sold for. But it was one of the original 200 well, you Apple know, Ones. Wozniak actually did a uh, cameo appearance. On the Big Bang On theory. the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. You know, yeah, when, when, when Sheldon had his virtual... Uh, yeah. Uh, we think it's pretty nifty. Well, it's, that's what we were going for. And then he fell down the stairs and went, yeah, bring it down. I'll autograph it. So he gets up and he 
picks it up and runs down the stairs and he falls down the stairs and he goes, Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> but yeah, Wozniak actually yeah. did a, a little cameo on yeah, there. He did. Uh, Steve Jobs never did a cameo on, of course, I think he passed away before. I think he was, uh, had already passed away. Uh, liver cancer, is that right? Something like that, I think yeah. That was. Yeah. Anyway, here's something interesting that just our world keeps evolving into. On Monday, Uber Eats introduced a new delivery category babies and kids. For the parents in need of emergency diapers and thermometers. You know, I'm thinking emergency diapers could go both ways. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I just wasn't going to go there, but thank you for going there. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm getting there. <laughs> what would you like? Depends. What do you mean depends on what? No, depends. What would you Depends. Depends well, on what? Well, sometimes you just can't depend on anything. <laughs> yeah, who's on first? Depends. <laughs> <laughs> in the latest in the series of new vertical verticals launched by Uber Technologies during the pandemic, including delivery of groceries, prescriptions, alcohol, and flowers. Uber is partnering with national <laughs> brands, including Buy Baby Buy, or Bye Bye Baby, B-U-I, B-U-I, and Bed, Bath, and Beyond. I'd like some Pampers, <laughs> some Roses. Ball of tequila. And a fifth of Jack. (laughs) Ball of tequila. (laughs) Because I need them all right now. (laughs) They're also creating exclusive partnerships with direct-to-customer companies like organic baby food brand Yummy. That's Y-U-M-I. Okay. (laughs) From June to August, there were more than 20,000 searches for baby supplies on the Uber Eats app, including diapers, baby food, wipes uh and that's all according to beryl sanders head of the partnership for new verticals for the u.s and canada for uber eats we're hearing it internationally too from a lot of new parents uh there is often a parenting in an immediate need for a product if your baby is running a fever you need to have that thermometer well let me here's some tips get one before you have a baby if you know you're having a baby. Yeah, well, that's what I meant. Yeah. Stock up. Yeah. If you have a bigger baby, <laughs> you can get the oral or depends. You know what? Depends. You know what the difference between oral and rectal? And rectal the thermometer, taste. the taste. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no comment on specific amount of money the company has dedicated to the category but they expect to expect to say that 200,000 donation to baby to baby and they expect huge profits it's going to be useful to the diapering world to the diapering world delivery charges will be the same <laughs> as for restaurants on the platform I wonder if the white house has a direct line <laughs> it's a, it's it's the blue phone <laughs> Not the red phone. It's the blue phone. It's taking a shot in the dark on that one. Hey, Uber Eats, uh, we have it's a problem. Blue phone calling. <laughs> the char- the fees for this usually range from a dollar to five dollars. Those products will represent a wide range of options, including ones from such national chains as Walgreens and CVS. We see grocery convenience and alcohol delivery as a core of our new verticals, babies and kids is a surprise product. We're trying to listen to the needs of the consumer so you can get just about anything you need in 2022. I just find it interesting that he used the words uh, alcohol and babies and kids in the yeah, same, same sentence. sentence. <laughs> <laughs> shut, shut your kid up. Give him a shot. Oh, my Lord. Speaking of kids and babies, this was uh, kind of brought to my mind about switching at birth. Oh, I think I heard this story. It's starting to gain some ground on, on a lot of different platforms. Two California couples gave birth to each other's babies after a mix-up in a fertility clinic. Spent months raising children that weren't even theirs before swapping the infants, according to a lawsuit. 
that's it's one thing to get switched at birth. It's another thing to have your egg swapped in the clinic. In the clinic. <laughs> anyway, it's a lawsuit. You know, I but I could see this as a silver lining to a cloud, if I may, because now you've got two families that have been brought together with their children. One raised their other child for two months or three months, whatever. The other raised the other's child for two months, three months. And now you got these together and go, you know what? I loved the baby then, thinking it was ours, but it's yours. You loved your baby, thinking it was yours, but it's ours. So now we get together, and now we have kind of a uh, surrogate family together. We we all get together and and you know. Yeah, but this goes on to say something about the distraughtness of. Well, I can see I can see the tragedy the, in the it. The ladies weren't carrying what they thought were. Well, their, but their, but, their but, yeah, DNA but, prodigy. Products. Right, I I can understand that, but I but I can also understand. Okay, you were caring for a child that you thought was yours. It and, would be like. I guess it would be like adopting a child from birth, and it's yours. And then you have to give it up. And then you have to give it up. But I, could, but, I could see that. But you get one back. Yeah, you, you're trading. Yeah. You're trading. You're not losing anything. But yeah, it's it's just. I mean, I I can see I can see them being distraught over thinking that they were caring for their own child. But like I said, the 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 silver lining should be that these two families should get together and say, you know what, you cared for my child, we cared for your child. Let's let's you know come together and I I can see that, but yeah. the courts may have something else to say about it. Well, yeah, uh, no. the court's going to say yeah, uh, lawsuits pending. Yeah, anyway, one point two million for each family. <laughs> they did say it was over. Uh, it wasn't overwhelming by feelings of fear, betrayal, and anger and heartbreak. I was robbed of the ability. Oh, paper clip got stuck. Sorry about that. To carry my own child. I never had the opportunity to grow and bond with her during pregnancy or feel her kick. You felt a kick. It just wasn't your ki- your kid's kick. So, but no, well, I, I can see both sides of it. Anyway, yeah. a lawsuit's going to be pending on that. So, like I said, I'm I'm trying to see the the positive side of this, right. the right. uh, you know humanitarian side. I can see their side of it. Oh, absolutely. Well. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to take a pause now and tell you about one of our sponsoring partners uh, f- for all your. Biker and riding apparel needs. Biker's Edge is your place, located here in Panama City, Florida. Uh, their hours are usually Wednesday through Sunday, 10 to 5. You can give Miss Pat a call at 850-624-6206. Make sure they're around and not out enjoying their toy hauler and or uh, out riding their bike. She has been under the weather a little bit. She is still suffering from that nasal surgery that she had. She's mm. still having some hard time with that. So, uh, Godspeed to you, Pat. I hope you get a speedy recovery. It's been a, I'm a long say, haul. Yeah. Took at least a month, I believe. Yeah. I, I could be wrong. Uh, I haven't talked to her in a while. I've tried to call her. Uh, anyway, uh, but the military discount will get you a 10%. And be sure and tell her that Robin Ashley from the Beer Cave sent you their way. And be Second, sure. Second Amendment, friend. <laughs> now, this is unusual from. Uh, across the pond, a British man is offering an un- unusual chauffeur service by charging about $1,000 to give rides to weddings and other events in his tank taxi. Like an actual tank. An actual tank. Nice. Merlin Batchelor of Norwich, England, said his tank taxi, which is an actually a armored personnel carrier, a vehicle that was similar look to a tank, Cost him about thirty-five thousand to purchase and repair for use in his business. First, he had neighbors and friends ask him to take friends of friends to people, uh, to different proms and parties. Bachelor City now makes about a thousand dollars per drive driving people to weddings and funerals. <laughs> <laughs> Running late, out of my way. <laughs> or, or if it's somebody you don't like, yeah. Hey. <laughs> That's my ex-fiance. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, he said the unusual chauffeur service pure, offers pure entertainment as you drive along the street. There's always people smiling, laughing, and pointing. He said the insurance for the vehicle is cheaper than that it is for his family's Honda Civic. Wow. Well, everybody gets out of your way. Well, yeah. If somebody's going to hit you, you're going to win. He said the kids love to go shopping in it. He said he's currently only licensed to carry passengers for weddings and funerals, but is hoping to get the necessary permits to branch out into proms, birthdays, and other events. Weddings and funerals. <laughs> <laughs> the funerals are what cracks me up. <laughs> and now, if you're on the fence about getting the COVID shot, and we're not going to start a big debate, but this is just for information purposes only. A brothel in Austria has provided COVID-19 vaccinations for customers and offered free entry to the sauna club for anyone who agrees to have the jab. Fun Blast Brothel in Vienna offers clients a 30-minute session in the sexual sauna club with the lady of their choice if they get the vaccination at the on-site clinic. Free. Hmm. Hmm. Jab for a jab. That <laughs> that just might turn my head. Go to Austria. <laughs> Around sixty-five percent of the of the Aust Austrians are fully vaccinated, and those have have not have had the jab are barred from restaurants, hotels, hairdressing salons, and large public events. They are actually uh, actually announced today that certain areas, certain cities. Are actually, if you're not vaccinated, you are on lockdown. You're locked down. The rules which were announced on Friday night are a response to the rapidly rising infection rate, which yesterday stood at 635 new cases per 100,000 residents in the last seven days. That's 6%. Three times the level in neighboring Germany. Vax, uh, vaccines will be offered every Monday from 4 to 10 through the Month of November in an effort to encourage men to get the jab in exchange for sauna club voucher worth 40 euros. Okay, this is sexist. Wait, encouraging wait, wait, wait. encouraging men wait, wait, to get the jab. Wait a minute. Okay. Women are also being encouraged to visit the brothel for the vaccine to comply with the Austria equality laws. Okay, what they what do they get in return? <clears throat> A lady of their choice. <laughs> Well, if you're not, if your boat don't row to that shore, you know, what's the big deal? I don't know. Free vaccine. I get a free vaccine. I get, I get a free shot. <laughs> Didn't want it, but oh, she's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like around here, all the girls get together where they wind up. The nugget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't make any sense to me, but that's where they go. I'm a college student trying just to wait, make my way through school. <laughs> Working the pole. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Did I tell you about the uh, time I, I when I was working at 97X the first time? I got, and I will say this, I got roped in to working for the Gold Nugget. I would go in and do a, do a remote broadcast for 97X on Saturday nights from, uh, I think it was uh, 9 to 11, and then from 11 until 4 in the morning, I was their house DJ. Wow. Yeah. Now, the good thing was I was getting paid for the remote, and I was getting paid to be a house DJ. Right. It, it, you know, it wasn't mutually excuse, uh, exclusive. It was, uh, you know, or at least, uh, you know, it wasn't a matter of you do this remote and then you be the DJ just for this flat right. fee. So, uh, but anyway, there was one night and, uh, these girls would come up and they'd give me their three songs to play as they're up there dancing and I'd find them. Well, there was one girl who was a little bit of a diva, I guess. Um, and I played the wrong song. Smooth. And she came up and... And what was funny is that the manager of Gold Nugget was standing there, and she just read me the riot act. You played the wrong song, and I just had to be up there. I didn't even know what I was doing. I just, I said, look, honey, this is not high art. 
if I play Old McDonald, you better better be up there taking your clothes off. <laughs> and the manager started cracking up laughing. He was like, oh, my gosh. That was the funniest thing. This is not high art. If I play Old McDonald, you better be up there taking your freaking bra off. <laughs> Tass- they have tassels. Yeah, yeah. I don't work for you, sweetheart. <laughs> you had one job. <laughs> you had one job. Take it off. <laughs> this was years and years oh, ago. Wow. <laughs> and it was something I did not want to do in the first place. <laughs> and be there four hours longer. <laughs> and I did I did I did not do that uh that, that strip club DJ. Oh coming up on stage right now is Kenley. Kenley, come on to the stage right now. Oh. She she's a Libra. <laughs> like, hey Candy, get up here. <laughs> all right well we'll move on down the road yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> and now the stories you're about to hear are true the names have not been changed so all persons are presumed innocent until proven guilty in a court of law it's time for idiots, idiots in, in jail, jail. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> now this one is left over from last week. It was just too good not yeah, to. The, uh, yeah, yeah, I was waiting for this one. It was it was just too good not to do. We just ran out of time last week. A Florida TikTok star deliberately sparked a hundred mile an hour police chase. Then he told cops who arrested him his wealth and youth made him immune from the law. That I'm going to read that again. A TikTok star deliberately sparked a 100-mile-an-hour police chase, then told the cops who arrested him his wealth and youth made him immune from the law. Wealth and youth. Yep. Uh, Damari Mikela, M-I-K-U-L-A, 18, of Pasco, Florida, has more than 4 million followers on TikTok and has frequently posted content featuring his Dodge Challenger, a vehicle that can go up to 141 mile an hour, with the top price of around $60,000. I think Mommy and Daddy's money has something to do with that, too. Yeah, you think? 18 the, years old, yeah. Yeah, the TikTok star who is said to make 400000 to 450000 a year was recorded on Friday being chased in that car by Pasco County Police at the intersection of State Route 54 and Sun Lake Boulevard. The chase, which happened around 10.30 a.m., is said to have started after Macula deliberately burned out the car while the stop sign next to a cop to provoke the pursuit. Don't ever do that. He was later arrested in front of his home and did not post the clip of himself being pursued on TikTok, but troopers have since shared their own dash cam footage. McCula had initially uh, started the chase after he ran a red light as well as doing a burnout move, which saw his tires erupt in smoke while parked just in front of the patrol car. <laughs> After he was captured running the light, McCullough did not attempt to pull over as police attempted to signal him. He continued to accelerate as police continued their pursuit and pulled over in a nearby residential neighborhood. The police identified the runaway driver as McCullough as one of the troopers has seen him before. They showed up to his home to arrest him. He continued to brag about the large sum of money he made while police read him his Miranda rights. Mr. McCullough advised his state of mind uh, was that he is young, makes lots of money, and has a fast car, and he can do whatever he wants. Doesn't matter there, dude. Mr. McCullough admitted that he was a, was a foolish way of thinking and not a good way to live. Mr. McCullough advised he wanted to do something fun for three seconds, and it cost him. McKeela also added that he was planning to get on to the expressway to do further or to further evade the police, but then realized it could get him into more trouble. I guess when you have half the county behind you with blue lights. Oh, no, but you, you're young and you make all this money. How can you get in more trouble? Yeah, I mean, come yeah, on, Macula. Jeez, yeah. oh, Pizzo, dude, you're, you're, you know, untouchable. The Florida Highway Patrol said that Macula told the police that his car was parked in the garage and gave them permission to tow it. He was booked into Pasco County Jail without incident and charged with eluding, disregard of safety to persons or property, reckless driving, and racing on a highway. He 
He has been released on bond. Okay, lesson learned. You're not above the law. I don't care who you are. So you're sitting there at a red light or a stop sign. Look to your right, nothing coming. Look to your left, police car. Oh, yeah, let's light them up. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to burn out. Better to burn out than to fade away. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> a, a dispute over a borrowed sex toy ended with a Kentucky woman stabbing her male cousin with a kitchen knife, according to the cops who arrested the alleged assailant on multiple criminal charges. Okay. Can we do that? Can we do that again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a dispute over a borrowed sex toy ended with a Kentucky woman stabbing her male cousin with a kitchen knife, according to the cops who arrested the alleged assailant on multiple criminal charges. That one sentence just gets better and better every time you read it. <laughs> Police were dispatched last month to a home in the city of Corbin after the occupant. Crystal Denham called 911 to report that she had stabbed a relative. Well, at least she owned up. <laughs> yeah, she owned up to it. <laughs> the 33-year-old told officers that Michael Barton, her cousin, had come to her residence and they got into an argument over a sex toy. A borrowed sex toy. Specifically, Denham added she, she wanted it back. He had borrowed it. Sadly, the sex toy in question is not further described in any citation, which identifies Barton as Denham's cousin and neighbor. Okay. I, I, oh, my. I can't. I, 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 every way my mind is going is not good right now. It is just a borrowed sex toy. A male cousin borrowed a sex toy. What kind of sex toy? Was this it doesn't say, and I'm not asking. Borrow that, <laughs> and, and at that point, why would she want it back? <laughs> you can have it. Keep it. <laughs> it's yours. I'll get a new one. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Denham claimed that after she told Bart to get off her property, he grabbed her by the elbow. She used the kitchen knife uh, in her hand to stab him, but she says, "I don't even think I drew blood." Barton, the cops report, suffered three minor cuts on his arm and back. He confirmed that the pair had gotten into the argument over the sex toy, adding that he went to leave when Denham began acting crazy. She's charged with felony assault. I think I think it goes both ways there, dude. Yep. Sorry. I'm just, you know, my observations, my opinion. Yep. Uh, assault, as well as mincing, uh, Menacing, disorderly conduct, and resisting arrest. She's in the Whitley County Detention Center in advance of a December 20th appearance in district court. <laughs> now, <laughs> some judge somewhere in this county is going to have to sort all this out. And how does a judge sit there with a serious face? Well, you know what he's going to do? He's going to get this little tree. He's going to set it up there on the, on the bench. <laughs> and go, okay, which fork is you and which fork is you? <laughs> That's my thought. <laughs> and uh, I need some evidence. I need oh, some physical no, 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 evidence. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, we don't need no stinking evidence. <laughs> like, I don't, not in my courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just trying to wrap my head around what I kind of. I should have saved that one for last. I mean, that must have been some kind of sex toy. <laughs> Some kind of cousins. For a stabbing. <laughs> Some kind of cousins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and from Indiana, a stolen sweet sweeper led Richmond, Indiana police on a pursuit last Sunday morning. The Richmond Police Department says, uh, says third shift officers were called to respond in the 900 block of Butler Street around 1.30 a.m. Sunday on a report of a person driving in a, in a piece of heavy machinery recklessly. Police said the driver identified as Sammy Allen, 54, of Richmond, was reported to be swerving at people like he was trying to hit them and driving through residential yards. This is a street sweeper, y'all. Yeah, this one. Yeah. Hey, you know what? He could have been sweeping up leaves. It's well, fall. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, hey, there's a there's a piece of lint over there. I'm gonna go get it. 
it was also reported that Allen struck other vehicles. However, officers did not locate any damaged vehicles. Officers located the street sweeper, which was later found to be stolen from a construction company doing construction on Sim Hodgson Parkway in Richmond. Police said Allen led officers on a pursuit of a very low speed of 10 to 15 miles an hour as he drove through the city. He struck a garbage, Allen struck a, gar, a garage several times, causing the garage to partially collapse. Officers say Allen almost flipped the sweeper over while striking the garage. Police officers said they deployed spike strips, but mostly were unsuccessful due to Allen going slow enough to maneuver around most of them. <laughs> 10 to 15 miles an yeah. hour. Allen reportedly swerved at one officer who was attempting to set up the spike strips, causing the officer to seek cover. The pursuit ended when Allen went into the river in the the street sweeper near the Veterans Memorial Park. The sweeper then became disabled, and he attempted to flee on foot. He was apprehended with the assistance of the Wayne County Sheriff's Department canine, according to the police department. He is still in police custody so you're on a 10 to 15 mile an hour high speed sweepers pursuit code three and you can't stop this guy he's going so slow he could go around the spike strips okay how about you uh you know put up a blockade i mean you you got like look uh, we're three blocks away we can put like five cars up in front of uh intersection go, go through a yard well, so put them up in the yard. I mean, you know, I mean. I don't know. I, I, you know, shades of O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Ten, miles up, ten, ten miles up I-5. <laughs> or whatever that interstate was. A 70-year-old Minneapolis woman allegedly threatened a state trooper with a fake gun made of duct tape and tinfoil before climbing onto a bridge over an interstate with a bottle of tequila in her hand. Go, Granny. Good times. (laughs) Woodstock! (laughs) Gene Hansen is charged with threats of violence, fleeting a peace officer, and two counts of DWI. Criminal complaint states the trooper began following Hansen's vehicle Saturday night when she was driving erratically near Concordia and Snelling Avenues in St. Paul, Minnesota. Or Minneapolis, excuse me. Well, of course, you know, uh, law enforcement is so strong up there now because of... uh, Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Hanson stopped in a closed traffic lane, exited her vehicle, and approached the trooper's squad car. Big (laughs) no-no. Hey, officer, I'm trying to find my way out of here, she told the trooper, and he was aware that she had an active warrant. New grandma's wanted. The trooper asked Hanson to sit. Do a new segment. Granny's on trial. Granny's on trial. <laughs> Grandpa's having a baby at 91, and Grandma's getting drunk hanging on a fence. With a homemade shotgun yeah, with, or a yeah. homemade handgun. <laughs> the trooper asked her to go sit back in the car, and she refused, and she tried to uh, go back in her own vehicle, which the, and then point, uh, at which point the trooper tried to pull her out of her car again. The complaint states that Hanson grabbed something that looked like a gun and pointed at the trooper, who retreated, obviously. She sped away from the scene in her vehicle. What's she going to do? Bang. Yeah. You're dead. Yeah. Uh, Fall down. I got you. Yeah. (laughs) The car was later found nearby, and she was found hanging on a fence of the Pascal Street Bridge over Interstate I-94, drinking from a bottle of tequila and grabbing at the silver gun-shaped object in her waistband. Tenfold and duct tape. <laughs> That's a band name. <laughs> that is a ba- tenfold and duct tape. That's a band name. <laughs> yep. Anyway, the complaint goes on and says that she told authorities she thought the trooper who stopped her was a threat to the public, which is why she grabbed her fake gun. Yeah, because that's, you know, a threat. Yeah, right and, there. Uh, unfortunately, Miss yeah. Hansen has been committed as a mentally ill person. Huh. Uh, was committed earlier this year following an assault charge. The complaints uh, said, and she's also on a provisional discharge during this incident. Well, bless your heart, Granny. Poor Grandma. One to me tequila shots. 
Sixties were good to her. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> a Florida inmate charged with assault, assaulting his roommate, told the cops that the victim farts too much, stinking up the cell. Well, that's and a reason for a stabbing. No, wait a minute. And fails to give a cursey flush after using the shared toilet in the cell. That's a double stabbing. <laughs> Investigators allege that Christopher Callen, 33, pummeled Armando Dominguez during a confrontation Thursday night inside their cell at the Monroe County Detention Center in Key West. Collin has been jailed since his arrest in late September for failing to register as a sex offender with the Florida officials. Dominguez, locked up on a $40,000 bond, has been in custody since February on aggravated battery and indecent exposure. During the- <laughs> it's a perfect roommate. I know, right exactly. Perfect cellmates right there. <laughs> During an interview at the hospital emergency room, Dominguez said he was cleaning the toilet when Callan grabbed him by the shirt and began punching him in the face and ribs. Uh, Dominguez, uh, cops said that he had no idea why he was being attacked out of the blue and that it uh, seemed random. The attack left Mr. Dominguez missing two teeth, a broken rib, and a swollen and bruised lip, and a left orbital socket. Hey, that was that's brutal. He, he got beat up. Yeah. Uh, when questioned by the cops, Mr. Callan, whose knuckles and hands were uh, red, appeared to pro- be uh, provided with a motive for the assault, complained about his cellmate's flagellant and toilet habits. He also complained that Dominguez speaks weird languages, according to the arrest report. Callan has been charged with aggravated battery by an inmate, a felony for which he is scheduled to be arraigned on November the 19th. A judge has ordered Callan to have no contact with Mr. Dominguez. I'm going to assume. They're not in the same cell. Somebody's been reassigned. Yes. Not in the same cell anymore. <laughs> you know, look. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> look. You know. I, I'm not proud of this, but I've spent uh, at least a night in jail. And uh, flatulence was, uh, it was graded. Graded. <laughs> it was not tolerated, it was graded. It's like, dude, nice one there. <laughs> what, did you have scorecards? Well, yeah, we might as well have. We were bored. You know? <laughs> oh, kiddo. <laughs> you know, you spent a night in jail, you got nothing else. Was, hey, there you go. Oh, nice one. I'll give that a 9.5. Isn't there, a, wouldn't there something just comes to my mind. Wouldn't there be a point during that game, let's call it a game, <laughs> contest, that something else might happen? Well, then you did have that stainless steel toilet that has no lid or anything else. Uh, so you, in case something. If something happened, yeah. If, if you know, if there was a shark going on. <laughs> Well, we want to thank everybody for coming by. <laughs> that's when. Because guess what? That's, that's when you pull your tin cup up against the bars and go, guard, Cause guard. Because apparently the show today is going right down the hole. <laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended. As always, tips are appreciated. You can send some donations our way. Venmo at Beach Bums Media. Or through Cash App, which will be the dollar sign, Beach Bums Media. Uh, for those of you that do send some our way from time to time, we definitely do appreciate it. If you'd like to be an advertising sponsor, you can always email us, beachbumsmedia at gmail.com. Or give a call to 850-588-9275. We would love to talk to you about any sponsoring partnerships you would like to uh, sponsor during the segment. Charmin, waiting on your phone call. be sure to google us at beach bums media or in the beer cave with rob and ashley if you like us be sure to give us a thumbs up and don't forget that ever loving little blue box subscribe and tell your friends and family tell everybody we are we are getting more shares we are getting more likes we are getting more you know and the more we build this the more we progress the more you share it for us we appreciate that the more that uh yes that we can uh get this out there and we're just trying to have fun and entertain people that's right you know and and you can always like i said share any link 
and any post that we have on our Facebook page uh, or on the YouTube. Uh, catch us on uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Play. Be sure and share that as well. If you'd like to just drive around and be entertained for a few minutes during your brief jaunts around town or whatever you do. Look, you listen to a lot of other drivel for over an hour <laughs> every day of your life. All we're asking is for an hour of your time that's once a right. week. <laughs> that, that's and our drivel. Which, that's right. You know what? It, but we have fun doing it, and thank you for for joining us. Anyway, uh, y'all have a great rest of your Friday or week weekend weekend, and we look forward yeah. to seeing everybody next week. And thank you for stopping by. And as always. Thank you for letting us just be us. Love you. Thank you. See ya. Bye-bye.